Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. I think that humility is a wonderful thing. How many of you ask God for humility? I do. It's scary. No, it's scary when you say it because you know it's, about to, it's another step down, but the way up is down. If you're willing to go down, he will use you greatly and you will do great things. Amen. Don't ever, hallelujah, I don't want to preach you that, but don't ever worry about people who have problems. If they're willing to repent of them, they'll just go right by you. I say that all the time. If they're willing to repent, you'll think that you'll be judging them while they're going right by you. And someday you'll find out they got way ahead because they humbled themselves. Amen. So no man can see the kingdom of God. You become aware of a whole new realm when you repent. Hallelujah. A whole new realm. You realize that would mean a whole new realm of health, a whole new realm of marriage, a whole new realm of finances, a whole new realm of everything. Whatever area you're willing to take to the cross and say, God, this ain't working. I admit that I'm wrong. Will you help me? Whatever area you can bring to him, he can repair it's only what you don't bring that he doesn't have access to. We get in a stubborn religious cycle and we'll go, I don't know why God, it'll start to whining. But we won't, re we don't, we won't relinquish control so he has access. We just whine and never let him touch it. I, you've heard me say this in other sermons. There's a lot of reasons that Israel went to the desert, okay? But my, my opinion, you know how opinions are, my, my number one opinion was so they would have to learn to ask. Because if you don't have to ask, you can stay independent. Do you know how stubborn you've got to be for God to pick you up, take you across the Red Sea, open it, and then close it after you get over there so you can't come back? And then there's nothing over there but scorpions and sand. If you want anything, you have to ask. If you wanted a drink, you had to ask. You wanted bread, you had to ask. Anything you wanted, you had to go ask the man of God for. Do you realize how stubborn you got to be for God to put you in that situation so you will humble yourself? Yet he had to do that. He sowed him in, baby. He put the water right back. Everybody's excited about the Red Sea and the deliverance. I see it as a way not to get back. Because they'd have went back. They said, we want to go back where we could eat leeks and onions with the Egyptians. They were slaves. Isn't it amazing how God can deliver people and they want to go back to their old lifestyle and they forgot about Pharaoh and they forgot about making bricks without straw and they forgot about all the hardship. So rather than facing the challenge of having better character, they would rather go back to their old life. That's why God hemmed them in so they couldn't get out because he knew they'd go back. 
And you know, he even selected their battles. He said to Moses, don't send them that way because if they run into those enemies, they're going to want to quit and go back. Do you know God allows your battles? God allows your battles to form your character. And if he lets you face a battle, I guarantee you because he's in it, you've got what it takes to overcome. You might have to grow but you've got what it takes to overcome. Now, if you refuse to grow, he takes no pleasure in them that draw back. That's why I've said this to you many times. I'm willing to work with anybody till they quit. When they quit, I don't know what to do with them anymore. If they'll fight, I'll get in there. If they can only scratch at that rock to try to move it, I'll get in there and scratch with them. But if they quit and go back and drink a mint julep and just say, I'm quitting, what am I supposed to do with that? You can't do anything with a quitter. That's why they, that old saying is quitters never win and winners never quit. You have to be willing to fight. And I still think public enemy number one is not the devil. I think it's us. I think we're the public enemy number one in our own life. If God defeated the devil and he said, behold, I give you power now over all the power of the enemy. He says, if you agree with me and you agree on earth, and I'll change things. I mean, what's not done? Jesus said it's finished. So where does the transformation have to take place? On our side of the equation. God's not going to get any more power. He's got it all now. He's not going to be any more righteous. He, he, he is what he is. And he's all those good things. So the entire equation is on our side to change. Because he said it is finished. Now you go in my name. And he's bigger than any problem you'll, you'll ever have. You'll just have to do it according to what is written. When Jesus dealt with the devil in Matthew 4, the devil would promise him something. He'd say it is written. He'd challenge him and say it is written. When you are faced with your issues in life, you need to be able to say it is written. It is written, man does not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That's the only thing the devil respects. You can cry before God, slobber all over your chair, whine and cry and feel terrible. But that doesn't change your situation. It's when you believe the word and take action steps on what he said that the devil has to back up. And he's hard of hearing, so sometimes you have to scream. You know he's hard of hearing, right? He is. He, he won't obey till you sometime till you scream at him. That's why some of them evangelists go, come out! They scream real loud because the devil doesn't like to listen. So, obedience, I've said this so many times, and I realize this, this is not about obedience, but it is if you want an inheritance. When you don't obey, this is so hard, I don't even like saying it, but when you don't obey, you never learn. You can literally stay a bad decision maker all of your life if you don't obey. Because you don't know what you don't know till after you obeyed the first thing, then God gives you the second thing, and then you obey the third thing, and when you're doing that, you wax greater, smarter, more prosperous, more blessed, more wisdom, more increase. That's why the stubbornness, if you don't want to obey, can be so bad 
And it'll keep you stuck exactly where you are. If, you're, if you think about it, if he redeemed us from the curse of the law, why can't we get past it? It has to be on our side. Many times in houses, ladies and men and women and kids, there are times that you just got to obey the, the husband that God put in the house. It's because it's by his position that he's leading. And even if you don't understand it, it's going to come out a whole lot better if you'd listen than it would if you challenged. You're allowed to ask some questions, but you, you ultimately have got to be willing to, to listen to what God, who God put in your life because God wears skin. It's the safest way is to obey what's over you because even by principle, you come out better. I use the same illustration all the time. Abraham was a liar. He was so scared. He lied about his wife, but when Sarah obeyed him, she got delivered. Now, she, if she'd have got scared and self-preserved, I'm not sure she would have got out of that skirmish. Because her obedience is what licensed God to give Abimelech the dream. You touch it, woman, I'll kill you. That's what God told him. He says, you touch her, you're dead. But if she would have tried to save herself, I don't think God would have had the avenue into that situation. You realize your obedience is what gives him the avenue to bring your deliverance. Oh, man. That's what's so good. But that's what makes it so hard on orphan people because they don't trust nobody, say so they never obey, and they run a cycle of pain, self-esteem, pain, self... They run this cycle repeatedly of trying to feel good about themselves, and they work at trying to feel good about themselves, but they would find out if they could just come under, there would be protection for them, and they could be themselves. Healing matters. Those of you, you know, when you get married, you don't know about all that, right? <laughs> when you're young and you get married, you don't have a clue that the people have all those things in, you, in them. And you marry people and you find out later what they all got in them, right? Including you. Amen? Don't you wish there was some kind of pre-exam for that? <laughs> well, you know, this test over here shows. There are some tests that would help you, but some of it just gets revealed over time. Uh, Matthew 13, 15. God's healing somebody's thinking today, adjusting it. He's adjusting your theology. 13, 15, for this people's heart is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed. Lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. You know, I think that your heart gets covered over through various situations you've had happen to you in life. Uh, I think that situations where you've had a lot of pain, you have a lot of calluses in that area that God wants to get into. It's interesting, what seems so slow would have been nothing compared to a collapse of a ministry because of bad character issues and having to start over. So the long way really is the short way. That stuff that you think you're stuck in, I'm telling you in the name of Jesus right now, don't worry about it. 
Just stay with God and don't worry about the speed of which you get transformed. If you stay on the wheel, he's the potter, you're the clay. He, if you stay on the wheel, he's capable of shaping you. And, and I, I wish I could tell you this wasn't true, but a whole lot of people you love are gonna try to fix you while you're sitting still. You're gonna have to cut that off and stay on the wheel and let God shape you himself. Stay submitted to your leadership, stay humble, but don't get off the wheel. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. TV. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.